Welcome to Indie Beauty Radio with your host, Rachel Whitaker, founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers community. Hi guys, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Indie Beauty TV. Um, I'm your host, I'm Rachel Whitaker, and the founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers community, um, which is kind of a place where all you beautypreneurs can come and like hang out, share, network, learn, um, and just really have a good time. Um, you can find me and, and, and that community here on Facebook. I've also got a Facebook group called Interbeauty Rocks. Also on Instagram where you get all the behind the scenes stuff. And also you must, if you like what we do here in the Interbeauty Delivers community, you must pop over to my website and sign up to be a member of my very special email group and um, where you get a blog every Monday, which is full of amazing content which I don't share anywhere else it's just for you special guys so pop over there and sign up as soon as you can so today's episode I'm not on my own which is always such a treat um we are I've got a guest and I've got Justina joining me and we're going to be talking about the importance that video is playing the ever-increasing importance that video is playing in your marketing strategies um, so we're going to be talking about why video is increasing its importance and why importance and why you must really be using it. How and like where you can use video in your marketing. And also, we know that everybody's a bit scared of the video marketing. So Justina is going to give us loads of tips um, to give you confidence to kind of walk away from this broadcasting episode, feeling like you could go live or do a video. Um, so first off, I'm just going to get Justina to tell us a little bit about her background um, and why she's here to talk to us about marketing. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Rachel, for that uh, introduction. And hello to the entrepreneurs. Great, great name. I love that. Um, <laughs> before I get started, just a word of warning. I am sharing an office with my dog. And at some point, my teenagers will get home from school and the dog will bark. So when that happens, my audio might dip a little bit because it's responsive to loud noises, but then it will return to its usual volume. So please bear with <laughs> just this time of day. Um, no worries. We have dogs and cats here, so one of them is bound to make an appearance or noise at some point. <laughs> So, yes, I am Justina Roshu. You can find me on all social media as Justina Roshu Video. Um, and, yes, my I am all about creating videos to help you in your business. So I believe video is there to support your business goals. Um, but I've had a career before this, and that career was still involved with filming. I was at BBC as uh, working in production, uh, working in promotions, working in transmission and uh, program development. I was there from 1992, 93. Um, so I was there for a long time. I saw the transition from analog through to digital. Um, so I've seen many developments along the way. And of course, since I've had my own production company, which has been the last six years, um, I've seen that change in technology and how now, it's no longer just the big brands or the highly successful businesses that are turning over and have a marketing and um, PR budget, um, but it's actually every business has the ability to have video at zero cost. So the barrier to entry with video now is non-existent, um, but what does exist is a lot of bad video. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> that's the buzz, and that's how now you can stand out from the crowd in your videos just by having better video and having video that actually fulfills a purpose and is there to help you in your business rather than just doing video because everyone's doing video and I need to do video. Um, of course, that's if you manage to do video or you maybe are someone who's holding back because of well, there's many reasons that you might not have yet got started. Mm. Uh, but that's a little bit about my background. Mm. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we were talking in preparation yesterday for this episode and we were saying that almost everything around social media and the social media marketing and content marketing on social media platforms is geared towards video um, with sort of messenger stories, Instagram Live, Instagram TV, Instagram Stories. So there's an increasing need for brands to sort of grab the video bull by the horns, isn't there, Justina? Yes, there it is completely. And it's no, as I kind of alluded to, it's no longer the question of um, should I do video or not? It's how can I do video more effectively? Um, video is, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg's chat, chat, his keynote speech um, that he gave not that long ago. Um, again, he's talking about how video plays a role in what they're doing, how Facebook are going to be um, further enhancing how they use video. Um, and the, between uh, Facebook and Instagram, Instagram stories video is the one that will get you the most traction. Then the number two is live streaming on Facebook. Number three is video. So it's right up there. It's not just Facebook and Instagram. You've seen the introduction now to videos on um, uh, LinkedIn. So obviously they've had video, oh, wow. but they're just a bit slower to take off. And they've, they've had the as live video for a while now. So that's where you, you still record it and then you can send it straight away. But it's, it wasn't truly live because it wasn't being streamed. It was just very close. Streams, and but now also they do have a true live which is being rolled out but not just that they have the functionality but that the algorithms are prioritizing it as well so there's not one platform that is not prioritizing video so fortunately unfortunately whatever side of that fence you brought it's it's an it's a necessary thing to do whether you like it or not um, so really it's about finding a way to be able to use video that works for you um, and then incrementally improving that and getting better at it. Um, but it is everywhere. It's here to stay. It's not going away. So one way or other, it is something that you have to face. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a message I keep pushing out there. But I think on the positive side, people are often um, daunted by uh, video. We're going to talk about that in some detail. But the thing about video, and I know this certainly from experience of doing a lot of live video and the Instagram stories thing, is it's such an effective way to reach out and communicate with people. Far more effective and far faster than endlessly typing posts with static pictures. People respond, don't they, a lot more to video and they get to know you a lot better and quicker through video. Yeah, that's it. Well, it's kind of, it's the next best thing to meeting someone in person and having that one-on-one -on -one face to face discussion that you would in the flesh. The next best thing is seeing that person. 
So, I mean, what happens is when we are showing up on video is our audience, whether they like it or not, they have no choice because it is a, it's a behavior, um, they will start to like you wherever they were on that spectrum of liking or not liking you and observe your own behavior with this because I know personally there's entrepreneurs in my in, in the space of that I um, watch who um, I started off not really liking and then seeing them showing up in video and I'm like oh actually I quite like them so and that's that is that's a human behavior that we all have. The more, and it has a name, um, it is called, um, it is called the mirror effect. It's a mirror effect, was it? Yeah. It's this mirror effect, yes. Um, it's a mere behavioral effect that the more we see something, the more familiar it becomes, and we like familiar things. This is what. The more you show up on video making that connection, the more people will like you. Obviously, we know that being right leads to trust and leads to us passing with our money. So. Exactly, exactly. And I think one of the, uh, one of the things around uh, video and for beauty brands particularly is this works as well for founders like me and you who sell services, but it works equally as well for founders who have products. Mm -hmm. uh, I think sometimes beauty brands are a bit reluctant maybe to put themselves out there because actually it's their products which they think people want to buy. But getting to know the founder through a video is really powerful. That is totally. It goes hand in, hand in glove really because, I mean, you think of uh, the body shop and how many of us really connect it. Obviously, maybe I'll show my age now. How many of us connect to the body shop because of the work that Anita Roderick was doing at that time, which was very revolutionary. Um, so you think of all of the, you know, the Virgin brands, synonymous with Richard Branson, and a lot of the allure to that brand is through that founding person and their, the values that they bring to it. So by showing up as the founder of your product and letting us see some of you, um, that only enhances people's, um, their, you know, what's going to draw them to your product because the values that you have are likely to be the values in the products that you are selling. Um, so you, you are going to have the mix of, of both. And the same goes as more we see a product. I mean, you know, there's thousands, tens of millions of pounds that get spent on advertising. I work with, um, at the moment, I'm working with um, L'Oreal quite a lot, working on some of their new products, mascaras and foundations. Um, and, you know, there's that mixture between the models wearing the product and having that lifestyle that's been associated with that product and then the product shops as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, you know, we connect to the values, the lifestyle, the product. So you want to have that mix of video throughout your business and kind of like take your viewer, your potential buyer, um, through that journey of connection. So I think I heard this week, in fact, that it used to be that we would have to have, I think it was seven or eight um, touch points in marketing. Now it's 27. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know, it's, it's huge. That's the video. <laughs> it's that, it's, so you can't overdo it. So you want to have those different ways of showing your products. So you, know, so you might have a video that's a montage of still images that's been created into a video. You might have yourself... You know, demonstrating the products, or you, you know, talking about the values that you know you have and why that product 
does what it does. You know, why you've chosen those ingredients, or that's um, that's uh, where you source that product from, or the, who you partnered with. You know, because and we buy into stories as consumers, and no, no more now as no other time before have we as consumers wanted to align ourselves with the values of a product. Uh, millennials really strong points that um, that works for them is they will um, pay more for product that they feel are aligned with their own goal, their goals their own values you know when it comes to the planet when it comes to their lifestyle um, and that permeates through everyone now it really it's the, it's such an important thing so you can't underestimate um, you know the way that people make their buying decisions now. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more, actually. So, hello to everybody who's joining us live. It would be wonderful if you just say hello in the comments so I can see who's there. And Justina is here to answer your questions, so please feel free as she's speaking to pop questions in the comments, and I will get asking those. But thanks very much for joining in. So, Justina, let's have a look at. Um, I, I've worked with you personally on a, uh, through a couple of your boot camps and things, and it's been very, very amazing. And there's a couple of things that you've always said which have really stood out. And the first one is about um, really where you should be using video in your business and, and how you can use video in your business. So if you wouldn't mind sharing that with us, I think that'd be really useful. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And I love talking about this. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite aspects of talk about. So, so I, call, I actually call this my um, video, um, a video advantage wheel. My other dog has just come in and put me off. Just <laughs> Obviously, the door's wide open now, so chaos. Anyway, so it's the video advantage wheel. So if you imagine it as a wheel, and in the middle is strategy. Um, strategy is really important because you need to work out um, who, you're, who you're talking to in your video, why you're talking to them, what action you want them to take, and um, consider where in the buyer's journey they are, so how you're going to talk to them, if they're a cold audience, if they're a warm audience. Um, and then we have your skills, that's the first part of the wheel. But then there are four other segments. Um, so those start with searchable. So searchable videos are kind of really the starting point. That's where you want to have videos that will get found um, somewhere. So whether that the most obvious one, of course, is YouTube for beauty products, beauty brands. That's a great place to be seen on um, because people will search and look for their videos. Um, so it's not just YouTube. It's also Pinterest, um, another great one for beauty brands. Um, so that's the searchable, and of course your website. So you want to have video represent representation that's bringing in and has the ability to be found um, by people who are searching. So this is just people who are going onto Google and uh, putting something into the search like uh, waterless beauty or something like that. Yes. And if you want to come up on those sorts of searches, then you need video content on the search engine platforms like YouTube, like Pinterest, and in your own website. Yes, exactly, that's it. So, And does those... video get prioritized, Justina, when, when on those sorts of Google searches? Does, will, will a video come out higher than perhaps a blog or something like that? 
Yes, it does. So if you have, you can have a high, your higher performing um, YouTube video compared to a high performing blog post, the YouTube video has more chances of hitting the page one on Google um, than, than the blog post would. Um, right. So, so yeah, I mean, there's, it's, there's a higher barrier to entry when it comes to creating a video versus writing a blog post. So that's that makes your mm. the pool of other um, videos that you're um, up against to compete for that airtime, so for that SEO, uh, those SEO triggers is smaller. And obviously, mm -hmm. Google own YouTube, they prioritise videos, so the video then kind of jumps at you. Um, yeah, it's not as simple as just making a video of the blog post and then that will, you know, hit those spots. There's a lot. There's a lot involved with creating mm -hmm. uh, YouTube videos that um, that gets that type of recognition. You've got mm -hmm. to fully optimize it, and then it also takes time, and you have to build that. So there's no um, there's no quick magic pill that you can take. Mm -hmm. I do, I do know this at the moment as I'm working my way currently through uh, Justina's sort of YouTube boot camp. Actually, yeah. there is quite a lot in launching a YouTube. <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> it is taking me considerably longer than I had expected, but it will be worth waiting for. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is a long game, you know. It's not like when you um, if you you start a Facebook page and then you can quite quickly grow that page. YouTube is longer. It takes longer, you have to be committed to it for a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. um, as long as you know that when you're going into it, then you're not going to feel disheartened when after three months of doing stuff, you know I've still only got you know, a couple of hundred subscribers. Um, I would say that there's no excuse for anyone to not get at least 100 subscribers fairly quickly. Um, but uh, So yeah, it, it, it pains me when I see people sitting on 12, 32 subscribe like doesn't take too it doesn't take a lot to get over 100 i mean it does yeah. take effort but it's not it's really accessible yeah yeah right from there um, so we've got video so we should be considering um having or we, or we should really be looking at having video in our searchable uh content where else should we be, we be aiming to put our videos? So, so you've got your search for videos. Then you also want to have video representation in what I call your community sector. So community videos are your, mainly your social media videos. Um, so wherever you're, wherever you're prioritising your social, I'm assuming for your audience it's probably going to be um, Facebook, Instagram, maybe some on LinkedIn, but probably mainly those two. Mm -hmm. um, if you have any younger people in your audience, then maybe Snapchat, but I tend to not really talk about Snapchat much. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't. I don't. It's uh, generally uh, less uh, used in my audience. Um, probably Twitter's it as well, not particularly one that your audience might look at. So those two, the Facebook and Instagram, are going to be your hottest places to be. So community content is talking to an audience who have already decided to connect with you. So when you're doing a live on your Facebook page, it's going to be seen by people who are have some connection with you already, people that have already shown an interest in your um, Facebook page um, or 
are perhaps the friends of someone who has um, who has connected with you um, and has an interest or has seen you through some, somewhere else. Um, so they're generally people that have had some type of introduction to you already. So um, you are speaking to that person differently. You can be a little bit more familiar with them. Um, you can jump into content a bit uh, knowing that someone doesn't need a fresh introduction to you. Mm -hmm. um, you still would do those kind of... Um, older audience videos but less of them um, but when you're doing lives these are very sociable you're trying you want people to interact um, and again there are mainly people that have already had some idea that you are someone in their in their connection um, so social videos also would be your, all of your stories as well which are really nice behind the scenes kind of content where you're kind of opening up a bit of your life or your process or your products uh, you know the unboxings or whatever it is you know things what's going on with your orders or um who's that you've have some pr opportunity and you'd be on your story saying oh, i'm about to go in and see so and so um so it's much more familiar um, place to that that's what it's you're engaging as a community on your social media platform um, you can also have community content on your YouTube channel um, so your behind the scenes uh, footage or your day in the life of or a log style even those things that are um, not being triggered by searchable so if you for example it might be that um, your title for that video on YouTube could be uh, the, the day I the day I went to meet um, and there's, what, the, my day at X conference, let's say, or you know when I came yeah. to some workshop or something that you're going to give a bit of your own personal view on, um, that's not necessarily going to be a search term that someone's going to actually type in, but it is yeah. going to be rewarding content to the community that you're already building there. So it's kind of like a reward, you know. It's um, yeah content which your community are going to appreciate you know or and those can also be things when you're opening up your own personal experiences you know saying you know, this is really tough business to be in and this week's just been really hard because this has fallen through or this has happened or whatever it is um there are things that an audience who already know you love having mm -hmm. because they just feel but you know they feel a much deeper connection with you so having community content is really important. And community content videos are usually the videos that people have the most of, or that's where you start, because it's the or most... Or the only thing of, which is... <laughs> <laughs> only community videos. And of course, what we're doing today is a community... You know, what we're doing here is a Facebook Live. That's part of my community video strategy. Um, so so it's, it's quite interesting. And for a lot of the guys who are out there in the beauty, uh, the guys who are in the community here and, and working with these guys, a lot of what they put out is that is that community strategy. And I think it's really interesting because, like me, they probably don't realise or don't appreciate the other areas where the video content should be coming in, like the searchable content. And I'm sure there's another place where you're going to tell us, isn't there? Yeah, two others. Two others. Two others. <laughs> So then the third place that you want to work towards having video representation in is, of course, all of your sales videos. Um, yeah. So that incorporates many things. So that might be your webinar. If any of your, 
thinking that may be less relevant. I'm not sure if your guys would do webinars. Um, but even like testimonials, those are sales tools. That's the sales mm -hmm. video. There's very specific formulas that you want to follow when you want someone to do a video testimonial for you. Um, and of course, a sales page video. So if you have a page that you direct people to, to make that sale, having a video on there. Of course, that can be you, or it can be your product, it can be a mixture of both. Um, and then when you track back from that, it might be that, you know, how do you get someone to your sales video? We all know as business owners, I'm sure this is what you teach also, is that you don't immediately want to make the offer of getting into bed with someone. You have to woo them, take them on a date or two first, <laughs> buy them a box of chocolates and some roses, and then say, should we go to bed? So, um, the, so that's before the, the sales page video. You've got to decide what your lead magnet's going to be, and you can use video there too. So as promotions to whatever, how you're introducing someone into that sale. So if you're either going to have, um, you can still run, you know, the challenges, or you might still have training videos, how to use your products, you know, how to get these results from your products. Um, those can become lead magnet videos for you. So you can have the lead, then you can have a sales funnel of videos. So you might have your promo video that you would put splash everywhere that's, hey, I'm doing this, I've got this special offer, you're getting three for the price of two or whatever it is, or I'm releasing this brand new training that's going to show you how to use these products more effectively. Um, those kind of promo videos you would have. And then when someone signs up, um, the Best thing to do then on that sign up page is then to have another video where you're like, oh, I'm so glad that you clicked here now. Next thing that you're going to see a box where you just need to pop in your email details and then pop over to your inbox, click the yes, I agree to GDPR, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, having so. The idea here is that you want to have as many of those touch points, you want to insert videos because the more often someone sees you, hears you, or sees your product, hears about your product, you're triggering all of the, that becoming really familiar with them. And as I said earlier, that familiarity breeds um, a trust and it breeds you wanting to actually have that thing. You kind of, it's, it just makes it more alluring, makes it more um, compelling to to buy. Um, so there's all of that. That's that whole sales environment of videos, um, and uh, but hardly an end to how you can use video in the, that sales process. But all of that, those kind of videos fall into sales. I am taking copious notes here. I hope you all are too, guys, because not only are you telling us where where you know where we should be putting our video but you're giving us so many ideas justina of what we could be doing in our video which is which is one of the problems that we sometimes are like faced with it's like yeah we know we should be doing video but what on earth do our people want to hear about so thank you for throwing in so many examples yeah. of things oh, we're going to be doing as well um, so what's our fourth area that we need to uh, do? Yes, the area is uh, it's more quality over quantity, really. So this is your branding. 
So you want to have a branding video or two or three, um, but mm -hmm. they are typically higher quality videos. So when you're at the point where you might want to invest money in your video, this would be the one to start with. This along with some of your sales ones are the best ones to start with. Um, but you can still do this all on your own, but you would just want to take more time over making this video. Um, so this video could be the video on the homepage of your website. Um, it can also be your um, uh, origin story video. So you, as the founder of your products, and this will sit on your about page. This is your. It's, this is nice as an interview setup. So when you're looking off camera and there's someone asking you questions, and that someone can be an imaginary person. It doesn't have to actually be anyone. <laughs> it, but it's just that it can. It has more of that documentary feel. Yeah. Um, and you can put those questions, um, you can either work those questions into your answer or you can have them on screen. And you can have on screen um, text coming up saying, um, what, what made you decide to do this business? And then you talk about answering that question. Um, because I would guess most of the people here started their business for a reason. You know, was that reason because you suffered with the thing that you found a solution to? And that's the the item or the system that you are now selling because it worked for you because it solved a problem that you had. Mm. It could be even that it was because you were um, you found yourself as needing to have extra money each month and this was the thing that you could do that worked around your day job or around your family. Mm. Um, so there's always going to be a story to why you got started and guess what? We love stories. We want to know what that story is. That makes us like you all the more. It gives us history behind the product. Uh, when you you know when you go to the supermarket and you pick something up off the shelf and you know you turn it over and there's like a story like you know the, these coffee beans were picked by this village and you know the guys there they're saving up to build their village schoolhouse and blah, 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 you know or the founder of this but you know you start noticing products that give you a, some of their founding story and yeah. no how you behave or how you your emotional attachment to that odds are that you're going to connect with it that much more um, unless it's out of alignment with your personal values um, but it's makes it just makes you want the product more makes you like it makes you more connected with it so you can have that founder story um, that origin story on your about page and that is and that's the branding video um, so another branding video actually is the uh, trailer of your YouTube channel um, because that also has a long shelf life. It's often the first meeting of the person who's tuned in. So which is the same effect as someone coming onto your website, homepage, it's that first connection, um, that first real time mm -hmm. out that person has spent learning about your it's the fan on the computer kicking in, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's dying down now. It's dying down. That's right. It's one of the things that when I'm filming with my professionally with my clients, the amount of times we have to stop, we're like, oh, there's an airplane going over. 
Well, you don't realise how much noise there is around you until you start to try and record a video. I've done this the times I've had to do this, and it's like, seriously, who is who has started a lawnmower now? I'm 20 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> not really fair. DIY in the neighbours, the local Yeah, it's not fair. So where did we get to? We, so we, we talked about video being in four places, in, in, in areas that can be found on searches. Mm -hmm. We talked about the need for it to uh, be within your community, which essentially is uh, your social media kind of content marketing. Um, your need to have it within your sales uh, functions and your sales strategies. And we were just finishing off talking about it being in um, your branding. So using it as um, so your, an opportunity to tell your story or your uh, YouTube sort of video uh, that goes on there. Yeah. So on your homepage, it could be just about the product. So it might be, you know, those you know, nice images. Um, if you're getting professional photography, that can go in there. You might have that headline text over that as, as a video. Um, or that, and it's short. You know, those, apart from the origin story, that can be longer. Yeah. Um, but the video that's on your homepage, likewise with the video that's on your, your YouTube trailer, the one that also mm -hmm. plays when someone new joins, comes and has a look at your channel, they are typically shorter, so like 60 to 90 seconds, and you're yeah. immediately connecting with your viewers and connecting into what their pain points are and the solutions that you provide and then throwing in a little bit of um uh of um your credibility yeah 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 oh my gosh that is that's amazing and so many ideas as well oh, thank you so much um, now we were talking yesterday about the the, the sort of the, the the two reasons why people and avoid and put off embracing video in their marketing strategy um, and we said that one of those was um, definitely a confidence uh, issue um, and what did we say the second one was a uh, technical thing. that's right technical now I've had a few questions come in from people but what I was going to ask you to do first of all is just what are your top tips when it comes to being confident and doing video and uh, you know, when it comes to what tech we need to do it, what's your sort of expert opinion top tips for us? Yeah, sure. So when it comes to confidence, um, if a great place to start with your videos actually is doing live video, um, but you don't have to go straight into somewhere where you're being seen. Um, you can create your own private Facebook group where no one else is, um, I think you have to invite one other person in order to be able to open up a Facebook group. But then you yeah. can invite them and it can be just you. And you just practice, do it on your own. No one's watching, it's just you. And you can make all of those mistakes of, you know, oh, am I, am I here? You know, should I change this? Can, can you hear me? Which way round does it need to be if you're on a mobile? Um, you can test out your headphones. Um, you can just like do all of those. At, silly things that you've become fearful of and then you can just start talking and play back and watch yourself and that just because a lot of the time it is actually just that fear of making a fool of yourself like you're going to get on alive and you're just gonna just muck it up 
there, but there is no real market art because at the end of the day, you can just delete it. And if yeah. you are first starting anyway, it's unlikely there's really going to be very many people showing up to see you. Mm -hmm. um, so what you can do also to help your confidence is one of the things that I talk about a lot is that you need to look at the lens, not at yourself. <laughs> and to really get oh, that. Now I think we've got... Oh, you've frozen. Hello. So I'm just on the live. <laughs> I can see you. We're back. We're both back. Excellent. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry about that, guys. I've come back with an echo, so I'm going to talk less. <laughs> but I'm just going to come back to um, Justina. We're on top of you, aren't we? So, yeah, so I was talking about confidence. Um, and one of the things that is uh, lots of, a big mistake that many people make is not actually looking at the lens um, and looking at themselves. And that can actually, if you're feeling uncomfortable on camera, looking at yourself can make you feel more self conscious. So, if you just either put a post-it note over the image of yourself or um, open another browser so that's the browser that's in front of the image of yourself if you're on your desktop um, so then you just focus on the lens um, and that can help you feel more confident as well um, some people find it easier to start with recorded video instead of live video um, from a confidence point of view because then you can play around with it a lot more. The danger is that you get stuck in that perfectionism cycle and you just keep retaking and retaking. And so what I would say to that is that you need to abide by the three time rule. So you just deliver it once, deliver it twice. By the time you get to third, you just keep going and you don't stop. Um, and that's if you because you can just keep resaying, oh no, I didn't say that right, let me try again. Um, and if you're on a line, you don't do that, you just keep going. It doesn't have to be perfect, um, it just has to make sense. Um, so when we're talking in normal conversation, if you stumble on a word, you don't go, oh, let me start from the beginning of that sentence. You just correct the word you stumbled on, or you make you laugh about it because you're like, well, why did I say that? I didn't mean to say that. What I meant to say was. And you treat it in that more conversational manner, even when you're pre-recording. Pre-records don't have to be perfect. They just have to make sense. Um, so, and on confidence, do things like um, wear something that you feel good in, do your hair and makeup. Um, even I've got clients who will always go and get their hair 
blown out by the hairdresser before they batch film their own videos. Because just get in that zone. Um, and the other thing when it comes to confidence on camera is it's really easy for your energy levels to dip because it's just you and the camera. So really be aware of finding ways to lift your energy. And those can be even things like putting your hands up in the air, that raises your energy. I like to do the... Um, like look away and back to camera that really helps really so you kind of look away smile and then come back to the camera with a fresh smile and deliver your sentence um so there's lots of tricks like that things that happen water next to you as well um so some of those real things that we worry about you can eliminate as well um uh, so technology is the other thing that we get scared of and we can use it as an excuse to not get started on video. <laughs> but, oh, I've got to wait till I get my new ring lights. Or I think I've got to wait till I get the next camera. Or I just don't know about this, that, and the other. Really, there is nothing that will stop you. If you've got a smartphone, if you've got a computer, there's nothing, no reason why you can't make videos. You can use whatever you've got already in your house so if i have a lot of poor lighting as i do have lights but if i didn't all i'd have to make sure i'm doing is having all the windy curtains or blinds open and making sure that i'm filming during the brightest day, time of the day and i just face the lights so the lights always in front of you so you the things that the things that make the biggest impact making a good video um, is a lot to do with your framing and positioning of your camera or your lens, whether that's a smartphone, laptop, desktop. And that doesn't cost anything. That just takes a little bit of time and effort. All you're doing is moving the thing that you're going to be filming on around. Um, and that's it. Even if you don't have a tripod, just move your lens and secure it somewhere with blue tack or some bit of sellotape, even elastic bands, pile up books. You know, whatever you need, just look around you. You know, if you've got a lamp, bedside lamp next to your bed, you can use that as a light. Yes, they're not ideal, but when you're at that entry level, it really is fine. Um, what you want, even the things like your framing makes a big difference. So something that I see a lot of people do will be they're like this and they're talking. Now, that's not very professional. You can see the top of my background there it's just paper stuck on the wall by the way um but framing now i'm back there so much more professional and that's just paying attention there's nothing there so when it comes to technology you don't need to worry about it at all um, so that's the filming so then editing also part of technology that's something that people get really stuck on as well um so you can make editing as simple or as complicated as you feel ready for so to start with just do um book ending so just work out just snipping out the beginning and the end uh, what that means is you do when you're filming want to make sure you have a full run but if you do that three times all and you treat it as a live so you just keep going um then you don't have lots of edits to do um, and there are apps that you can use on your phone that are really inexpensive, some are even free. If you're using a Mac, you can use iMovie, that will just come with your software. Um, so it doesn't have to be complicated, it doesn't have to be expensive. There's with any new bit of software, there is going to be some type of learning curve, but it can be really simple. It spends in half an hour, an hour, just 
reading the instructions, following the things it tells you to do, playing around with it, um, not being scared of it is the biggest thing. Um, and then you'll be fine, that's all you need to do to get started. Oh my goodness, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Now, I am very, very echoey, but I've got two questions that have come in um, that I think would be really useful. So from the point of view of beauty brands, Melissa has asked, could you give any good tips on how to make a really good product demo video, sort of in your own kitchen or bathroom when you're on your own? Yeah, so that's great. Product demos are really good in a video to have for you. Um, so if you're on your own, if you have a tripod, I'd say use a tripod. That can be a tripod that you put on a worktop. It doesn't have to go from the floor. Um, and then position yourself. Um, there's two shots that you can get. Or if you have, if you play around the way your shot is, you can get yourself and the product. You could just do it with your hands, the product and your voice. So that's kind of down to how you, what your preference is. Um, so it would work just fine recording you talking it through and just seeing your hands. Depends what you're demonstrating. If it's something then that you need to put on your face, obviously you need to then show your face. Um, so it, you are for that type of video. If you're going to have those two shots, that does mean you have some editing. So if you want to eliminate or minimize your editing, then you want to try and have all the things that you would be doing in the one frame, in that one shot. So if it's a facial product and you will want to sit somewhere where in the frame you're getting yourself the table with products, um, so then when you have your camera in front of you, you can pick up the product, you can talk about it, obviously be mindful that you're not putting it in front of your face, that you're holding it to the point of view of the camera, like it's a person sat there that you're talking to. Um, and then you would then, so if you're putting something onto Cosmo, you'd be showing the camera, you'd be showing the camera what you're doing. So what you want to do is kind of do everything slower than you would think in real life. So when you're putting a product somewhere, or if you're rubbing something into your hands or onto your face or onto something else, that you are doing it slightly slower so then the viewer can actually see what you're doing and take time to show the camera the consistency, you know, how it comes out of the applicator, um, this kind of thing. Now, if you feel, um, if you feel confident enough, then, then what you can do, and if you're happy to cut something into your edit, you can do what's called cutaways. So if you are, say you are sh just showing your product, so you pick your, the product up from the table and go, so I'm going to show you today how to use the, um, let's make up, the new makeup remover, and here it is. Um, then you can do a cutaway afterwards where you just have your, you take your camera and you just have the product on its own on a close-up. And then you can do something, you can just like move it around nicely and slowly like that. And then you can have that, that bit of, that's actually then called B-roll. Um, and when you get, and this is the exciting thing about using, about filming products, is that there's so much more you can do. It's really exciting. Um, and as you're 
doing as you're growing your um, b-roll that can be used in other videos as well so it's you could even plan a day of just filming b-roll just filming your product in lots of different scenarios um, and then that just means you have to understand how to cut it into your editor it's really not rocket science but kind of don't be scared of editing seriously it's a really fun creative process once you get your mind over not being scared of it you know they, there's nothing that you can't undo in an edit so um so yeah, don't be scared of that but um does that answer the question i feel like i've gone around the houses a little bit no i think it i think it does and when we're talking about tripods you've got one behind you which is a brilliant yeah. example so yes. you can and I, I've got one that I use. I picked it up off Amazon and it really wasn't very expensive. And it even came with a Bluetooth um, starter button. So I didn't have to press the button on my phone anymore. It, it goes to the Bluetooth app kind of thing. So there are really cool stuff out there you can do this. Yeah, that's it. There's, there's, there's the kit, it's really not expensive. Um, but you don't need a lot to start. So if you're going to do some close-ups of your products, filming with your phone, just go really slowly. And when you're holding your phone, try to like, tuck your elbows in so you've got as much um, stability in your hand. And just go really slowly and kind of like, even if you don't move your hand, so you know you're holding your phone and actually just rock your body like that, you'll get a smoother hand. Yeah of that product um, and things like you can so if you're planning to do a product video you would start by planning what you want to say or the whether that's whether you're verbally saying it or maybe you're saying it with text on screen you could do either um, you want to work out what that is first and then you plan what shots you want to have for that to tell that story. Um, it could be in the bathroom doing something or throwing something in, the thing into your handbag or and then you build up lots of those shots um, or you might just make a nice arrangement of all the products on a worktop, obviously clear away what's behind so it kind of looks attractive and you might just have that shot of the products that maybe you're moving into or pulling out from um, and and that and then you you build up those images to match what you are what the messages that you're saying that you're getting across text or, or verbal oh my god it's such good advice i saw um, a brand called vice fair in london actually doing something really interesting with their videos um so go and check out their i think it's on their instagram tv and they're filming themselves in a mirror and it looks really, really good. And they do all their product demos with the camera behind them and their face reflected back into the camera in the mirror. And it looks really, really cool. Um, quite a simple idea. So go check it out that's worth having a look at. Um, next question came in from Heather. Heather uses an iPad or an iPhone and wants to know what was the best external mark. So I say that again. The best external mark. Yes. Yeah. So the so the actual the mics that come with the iPhones uh, or iPads and mics come with I think it's just the iPhone they come with. But anyway, the Apple 
headsets are the mics that come with that are actually already really good quality um but obviously there are restrictions because you're seeing the headpiece and you might not want that if you're on camera so there's a brand called in fact i'm just about to buy one um called the panzer mic um and i haven't tested it yet but i think it's going to be a really good one um but really when it comes to mics the the entry level at like the cheapest that you get on amazon are still really good quality so i bought one a couple of years ago that oh, it was less than a tenner i think and it only packed up a couple of months ago and it was really good quality um so with mics you can just get a cheap mic and it works absolutely fine. Um, you want to think about um, look, noticing how long the cable is. So if you want to be stood a couple of metres from where you're filming, you want to check that that cable is going to be long, long enough. Um, if it's not, you can buy mics that have extra long cables, but you can also buy extensions for the cables. So if you want to be a really long way, you can have an extension. Um, and if you've got the new um, the new iPhones that don't have the audio port, um, the the jack, the little jack that goes in there, then they I think they come with a converter that you just pop in and then you still use the, the mics. So, um, so yeah, it's really simple, not expensive at all to have that. And that applies to not just iOS, but for Android phones as well. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'm kind of glad I don't want to speak. <laughs> but can you tell us, Christina, where we can find you? And I believe that you might have um, a challenge going on at the moment that people could join you with. Yes, so I would love for your viewers to come and join me on Instagram in particular. That's actually at the moment, that's one of my favorite places to be. Um, I'm trying to grow my following on Instagram. So please come and follow me on Instagram. Uh, you can find me by just searching Justina Roshu video. Uh, Roshu is spelt like Rose, but instead of an E, it's a U at the end. So R-O-S-U, Justina Roshu video. Um, and and yes, I have a challenge at the moment that I'm promoting. And the challenge is, um, well, I'm giving a mini a mini training series, obviously video. Um, and then with those tools that I'll be teaching you, um, the challenge part is my challenge to you, or my mission then to give to you, is to create a video which is in the style of a TV program. So obviously my background being television, um, I thought this would be fun, and there's four different categories. So it's either a news report, or a segment of a documentary, a comedy sketch, or a... Um, a did I say drama? Yeah, no, or a drama segment. Drama, documentary, comedy, or news report. Um, it has to be relevant to your business. Um, so, so then you'll enter, um, you'll enter your video, and then there'll be there's prizes and, and whatnot. Um, and the reason I've decided to do it in that way is because I want to get people feeling creative and not getting bogged down into that oh how am i going to say this how am i going to say that and and not and just not taking action but to actually see videos is amazing creative format and i'm pushing those boundaries 
for you, but also is giving you the permission to play with video and to see it as something you can play with. And if you're new to video or you're scared of video, this is the perfect way to kind of make a fool of yourself intentionally. Um, so it's like, no, but it was meant to be like that. <laughs> um, so it could be, you know, you're, you're saying right along, the, you know, you're shuffling your, your papers. And on the news today, we're going to be talking about this brand new product that has just been launched by Becky Jones. Over to you, Becky. And then you're like, yes, and we have launched this new product today, and it's going to be released in shops tomorrow. And the reason why your viewers want to get this, John, you know, and like, so having fun, or it's a comedy sketch, or whatever it is, it's a way of you saying your business proposition um, through doing something that's just a bit fun. And then you can include your community. You can say, guys, support me. I'm really scared of video, but I've been, you know, someone's made me do this challenge, so I'm going to be doing this. So, you know, please come and support me, whether that's encouraging you when you're thinking, I mean, what am I doing this for? Or whether it's once you've entered, if you want to win, you have to get likes on that video because I'll be publishing them on my channel. Um, so, and then you, then you can win the free place to my program um, or one-to-one -one or, or starter kit and the prices. Um, so that's the reasoning behind it. So it'd be great to get as many of you as possible um, involved in that challenge. Um, obviously, it's free training anyway. Um, to give you the tools to pe take part in the challenge um, and of course at the end of all of that there's you know I will be launching my a, a program to, um, to teach video in I haven't decided I'm playing around actually I'm pull, I've pulled apart the courses that I've delivered and I'm putting it together in a slightly different way um, but that will be something that I'll be selling at the end of it but the challenge is great it'll be really helpful for everyone involved um, so yeah that would be my my opinion. I love the sound of that, and I hope most of you go out and get involved in that. So I will be posting the link just in the Instagram. Lovely. Just thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having so me. Oh, so much information, so much so many ideas. It's absolutely brilliant. Thank you for everyone also for joining us live. Anybody watching or catching up, post your questions, tell us a bit, and we'll answer them. So it's absolutely awesome having Christmas loads of indie hugs and love see you soon bye the indie beauty delivers community is a place for beautypreneurs across the globe to network learn and share you're invited to join in on facebook instagram and sign up to rachel's special email group to receive weekly blogs packed full of expert tips visit indiebeautydelivers.com to sign up